with our Bible study upon tonight. Amen. Thank the Lord for everybody that's able to be out on tonight. Okay, we'll turn our Bibles to, we got several scriptures to go to. Um, we'll turn our Bibles to St. Luke, that's one of the first ones, <clears throat> chapter 18 and verse 1. Amen. And then we got three other scriptures to go to. Uh, that's the first one, St. Luke, chapter 18 and 1. Amen. The, the subject of our message tonight is keep talking to God. He hears your prayers. Amen. Keep talking to God. He hears your prayers. Amen. How many know that the devil would like you and I to believe that God doesn't hear us? Amen. And some of the reasons, one of the reasons we think that God don't hear our prayer is because we don't really allow ourselves to get to know him the way we need to know him. We have to, you have to get to know a person, know some things about a person, spend some time with that person so you can get to know that person so you can have the uh, confidence in them. Because you won't have confidence in somebody you don't know. Amen. And sometimes you can know God more at sometimes than other times you can be close to him sometime and you can be astray from him other times so when you're not close to him like you need to at that time you get you're straight you don't feel the confident to know if he actually hears your prayers or not you just lose confidence amen you become almost strange to him so amen if you keep talking to God keep talking to God he hears your prayers amen and another, that's one of the reasons why we don't maybe feel like, uh, sometimes we might feel like, do God hear my prayer because I'm, I haven't really uh, have that relationship with him like I need to. How many know you can talk to a person but not be in relationship with them? Does that make sense? You can talk to some, you can just talk to a stranger. How you doing? Just be in a store somewhere. That don't mean you have a relationship with that person. You don't know that person. You're just talking. Sometimes we talk to God like that. We talk to him. We do all the talking. Most of the time we do all the talking. Most of the time if we are in relationship with God the way we need to be in relationship with God, we won't do so much talking. Because you just talk, 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 talk. You don't even know if he heard you. You don't even get a chance for him to respond back to you. But relationship takes time, right? You want to be in relationship with a person. You want to be in relationship. It takes time. It's not a quick fix thing. Amen. I know people, I know way, way back in the day, I never did agree with it because I, I knew how I was just as an individual. Some people, you know, they tell you, uh, you know, love at first sight. I love you. How you love me? You don't even know me. You don't know nothing about me. I may uh, smile one day and cut your throat the next day. You don't, you don't know nothing about me. So it's the same way, you know, I have, uh, I have situations in my life where I was told that, oh, I just love you. And I'm thinking like, I don't love you like that. And I didn't say it back because I said, I don't love you like that. Not, I mean, like they didn't, I didn't love them I mean, because I, 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 I liked them. But to get to love somebody, you got to go through some stuff. Get to love the Lord. <laughs> 
you got to go through some stuff. You got to, because there's going to be times, uh, you know, you're going to want to be with God, and there's going to be times you're not going to want to be with God. Am I, am I just going there and telling the truth? Sometimes you're going to want to be with God, you're going to want to be with God, as long as everything's going good, as long as God, uh, you feel like you and God are on the same page, you're in agreement with one another, but when you feel like that you're not, you you don't feel too good about that. So, in other words, this title again is keep talking to God. He hears your prayers. He hears your prayers. And this is a confidence. This is scripture say this is a confidence that we know that he hears us. He said if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And say this is the confidence because uh, before the answer comes, you're going to have confidence in God. That is whatever you desire him, it's gonna be so. Your God gonna you are gonna have that confidence in him. He say, and this is the confidence. That's not one of my scriptures tonight, but I believe it's in First John the fifth chapter, maybe fourteen verse or something like that. It say, and this is the confidence that we have in him. If we ask anything according to His will, now He didn't say if we ask anything. Uh, 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 this is the confidence. He said it got to be according to His will. Well, how do you know if it's will? You got to find out if it's his will. Amen. So, in other words, keep talking to God. He hears your prayer. So, those are two factors I've given out. Well, the reason we don't know if he hears us and we have doubts, we have fears and anxieties. And we begin to move and get in God's way. And we begin to fix stuff ourselves. Because we actually don't know if he hears us or not. Because we don't stay close-knit contact with him all the time. You, like I said, you can be in, in, in uh, talking to God, but not in relationship with him like you need to be. Because if you notice, a lot of people say, I know God. But the, I, my question back, do God know you? Do, in, other words, is not, in other words, are you in, comp, are you in uh, relationship with him? Have you stuck with him through the good times, through the bad times? Did you know? Did you you know? Do you know some things about him in the bad times as well as the good times? Do you know some things about him if you have or you don't have? You know some things about him. You have more confidence that he's gonna bring me through this too. Amen. So this is the confidence that we have in him. If we ask him, now I realize that the devil, the, the more you pray, sometimes look like sometimes the worse things get. But God didn't tell you. Uh, your prayers was based off what you see. He didn't say, tell me the prayers are based off what I see. You know, a lot of times you, you can't really go by what you see because you can get thrown over with that. Because time you get through praying about something, you go by what you see. You, you can say, God didn't answer that prayer. God is not going to answer that prayer because the situation is like it ain't changed at all. Does that mean that God's not answer that not answer prayer? No, God's answer that prayer, but He have us. He have His own time and He have His own way, and He's not going to do it your way or my way. God always has a better way. I love His way. Yeah, you you'll get to you keep walking with God. You'll get to learn some things about God, and you'll love His way. You might not understand it. You might not even be in agreement with. It, but at the end, when He when it's done, it's like nobody couldn't have did it perfect like that, like the Lord. Amen. Somebody give the Lord a praise. Amen. Just gonna throw a little small testimony here. What I didn't think I was mentioning, but how that I, I was uh, saying to the Lord, I said, 
Oh, Lord, I'm sure that everybody hitting it kind of in their finances and stuff. I said, you know, here, here lately I had a little extra money to do this with, a little bit extra money to do that with, and I had a little money to do this with, and I had a little money to do that with. I'm like, I ain't got money to move around like that. I, I was liking that, Lord. What's going on? Because tell me you get to paying this bill, then that bill, and that bill, and I had enough to pay my bills and stuff, but I'm, I, I done got a little bit used to a little, little extra money now. Yeah, anybody know what I'm saying? It's like this, this, this popping up. You got to pay this and pay that and everything. And uh, I still pay my tithes, still pay my, give my offering, steady, you know, doing little things here and there, not just for myself, for other people, still doing that and everything. And I said, Lord, I, I need some extra money. I, you know, I didn't make a big deal out of it. But I was like, it's some things that, because I, I order stuff online, different things that I, need on a catalog I like or something and I but it was some things I actually need I said I need these things right here and I, I I'm like I gotta wait to here to get the money here wait for here to get money here I said mm. I said I'm just gonna but I, I I know how to wait on the Lord I just wrote my list down I've been doing it all my life what write, write my list down and the Lord been he you know a little bit a little bit he'll make sure that list is cleared up you know so that was probably one day I was talking to the Lord about that. And I was in the kitchen with my grandbaby, uh, fixing him something to eat. And I heard my phone say, Shane, Shane, Shane. Y'all know what I'm talking about, don't you? <laughs> it ain't change a fool's either. Change, change, change ain't that one, okay? <laughs> and I got a little sense of humor, but it was change, change, change. And I said, hmm, you know. I'm about, I'm about, I I'm gonna, like, let me finish doing what I'm doing, then I'm going to pull it down and see what is going on. And that particular day, I actually was going to, when my son come get uh, the baby a little earlier, I had some things I want to do, but I already had them on listen time. I kept doing it. I was going to be really broke, broke, broke. And... And, and and then my other little purse that I've been carrying every day looked like that. The Lord knew I was going to need that particular day when I got outside. I was having problems with zipping out the while the zipper just broke while I was out. I said, I need another purse. I got a lot of purses, but I need, I like the little bitty ones we carry the store. I, I like, oh boy. So, but but uh, before that, before that, let me get back. I won't jump too far. But I was, after I got through doing what I was doing, I went to sit down and my brother in Lake Charles, he had sent me. Uh, some money, and he, he sent me $200. And he said, this is the brotherly love. And I just feel like I just get a little teary out of it a little bit. I said, Lord, you're so sweet. I said, you're so sweet. I said, you're so thoughtful, so mindful. You know, he know that I was going to need, he know my purse was going to do that. I was trying to find a little bit, come find out I didn't get the right kind of person. That got to go back. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's too heavy. But I thank the Lord that I was just, I was having money to Steady, like, oh, pension, I got to do this. I was able to get what I needed while I was out. But I'm just saying how quick the Lord answered prayer. I, I didn't sit there begging around, throw, Lord, I need it, because I know that was something, it, it was some this extra stuff that I desired to have, and it, could, it wasn't no, no, no urgency. God does move to the urgency of your need, too. I'm just throw that in there, too. There's some stuff that we think is urgent. God, He knows if it's urgent or not. 
He knows. Because the Lord said he would not let us be tempted above that we able. Whatever he is. Let's, let's say you got a light bill due or gas bill due. That somebody, they were talking about cutting it off more. He's going to make some kind of way for you to get that. But if it's, it's something else that he knows that you can wait on or wait for, he'll, he'll, uh, he'll give you the strength to wait until that happens. But he, he's mindful of us. Amen. That's why we have to keep on talking to him. Keep talking to the Lord. And he hears and say, keep talking to God, he hears your prayers. Amen. God hears your prayers. Amen. Thank the Lord. Amen. For that. In the, in the book of Luke, it says, in 18, chapter 18, verse 1, And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men are always to pray and not to faint. Amen. The Lord said we ought to always to pray and we know prayer is just communication, communicating with the Lord. Prayer is not going to God begging him for everything. That's a request, but it said make your prayer, your request known unto the Lord. But you uh prayer is also a form of worship. That's the first thing prayer is. It's a form of worship. We're supposed to get down uh, whatever position you position yourself to pray, the first thing we're supposed to do, we're not supposed to start asking the Lord for stuff. That's probably why we don't get we don't get our prayers answered. That's another reason. We, you know, would you want somebody just to walk into your house and just just walk in your house and just go straight through your house and don't speak to you at all? That's rude. You know, we need to say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you. Uh, somebody said, well, I don't have nothing to thank the Lord. We always got something to thank the Lord for. Lord, I thank you for what you... I'm always going back, well, I thank you for what you did for me yesterday. I thank you for what you're doing for me now. Thank you for waking me up this morning. Thank you for starting me on my way. Thank you, Lord God, just for being that friend. And so many, some, uh, even more, the more I get older and stuff, I'm learning to thank the Lord for being there when nobody says, sometimes you can't, everybody's not, you can't get nobody to be there. You might have to be there alone. But he's that friend that's sit closer than but you won't lose your mind. Amen. You don't have to go get a dog unless you want to get a good dog. You ain't got to go do nothing. Amen. Out your comfort zone. You ain't got to run out your house and never be there because you're scared to be alone. You can, you don't have to do that. You can be still and know that God's God. Amen. Amen. He's that friend that sits closer than a brother. Amen. Amen. He's he's that friend that stick closer than any human being can stick close to you. He's that friend. And the thing I like about him, he's always there. He's there 24-7. 365 days a year. He's there every moment, every second. Amen. He's always there. Amen. And he spake the peril to them, uh, to them to this end that men are always to pray. And not to faint. Amen. God said if you pray, you won't faint. But if you don't pray, you will faint. And I want to add to it, you need to pray through. Not just say, you know, if you just give him just a few words, but you're not actually reaching God like in your soul like you need to, you still can faint. You have to make sure you are getting breakthroughs in your prayer. And even sometimes... Amen. After you done prayed and prayed and prayed, amen, you ought to fast. You ought to pull your car or fast to yourself. 
You not to get up in the morning. It's time about I'm, I ain't go, I ain't eating till twelve o'clock. I'm on the fast. I'm talking about call a fast before you set in motion a fast. Tell yourself I'm going to fast. Uh, talk to, to the Lord. Lord, I'm going to fast. Lord, give me the strength to go through. Give me the strength to fast. And when you're fasting, you give that time unto the Lord. You take care of your business. You have to go to work. You do the important things you have to do. But all that extra stuff we do, you're not supposed to do on the fast. You're not supposed to be, amen, talking to this one and that one and back and forth and this, ha, ha, he, he, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, 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 a concentration, you and the Lord. You be on your job, you have to work. You have to do things. But you say, Lord, you pray about that. Lord, show me how to do that, this, where I can still have discretion. Amen. Or if you can't do it there, wait till a day that you maybe can't do it when you're not at work or whatever. But we need to call ourselves a fast. And then no, no matter how long your fast is, it's up. It's between you and the Lord. If you don't get up, if you want to say I'm, I'm not eating no more real late at night till to twelve or four o'clock or whatever. All they have you want, it's your business how you call that fast. It's that's the Lord to give you strength to go through it. And, and man, and trust the Lord that he would do that. And we need to, all, all of us, including myself, we need to get back in, in the mold. God's people need to get back because we didn't, as a whole, somebody said, how you know? You know things by the spirit, the atmosphere, where we are in this world. Well, I ain't saying nobody's doing, but, but we're, we're the people of God. We're not fasting and seeking God like we need to. That's why our flesh is getting the best of us. We're not, we're not doing it because the, the pastors and preachers are not saying much about it. God has to test the pastors or preachers. He has to test them to give, have them to talk about stuff like this and do it because it's not going to get done. We think everything going to get done with this, this prayer. Some things come by fasting and prayer. Sometimes, amen, if you got an issue, a situation within your, your mind, your situation within your flesh or something, you got to fast to break that. You got to, to ask God to help me. I need, if you got something going on in your home, you got trouble here, the trouble there, you praying about it, praying about it. God said, I got answers. All you got to do is pray, turn down your plate. I didn't tell you you had to do it all at once. It's like, Lord, this week I'm fasting. Lord, trying to give, help me, Lord, try to get fast, some kind of fast every week. I don't care what, you know, how many hours another guy said, help me try to get a fast going because I need answers i need clarity fasting even helps you clears your mind and it will help your flesh your body too it may cleanse your body amen amen so we have to ask the lord you know to help us uh, all of us do including myself because some we, we get away from something we just get nonchalant and and everything but and then it's almost like uh you know uh, it's like a, a person that that eats um, we we eat a lot of food we eating all the time I am too. We all eating all the time. We eating something all the time. But sometimes your body need a rest from food. You know, it's like some people take a laxative. Well, your body lets you know eventually because if you're, if you're not, amen, if you're not moving all that out, what you're putting in, you're going to be congested, congested, bound up, and you're going to have to have some help. So it's the same way in the spirit. If we don't seek God the way we need to seek God uh, to pray and fast and seek him, amen, we just go around here collecting all this dust around here, around us, all the congestion in the world and everything, we're going to be bound up, spiritually bound up, amen. So God's the one to keep us refreshed and keep our mind, because when you fast and pray, you don't need a psychiatrist. God will cleanse your mind himself, amen. He'll, he'll give you crystal clear thoughts, amen.
He's the best counselor that anyone can have. I don't trust man. I, I'm not just saying that. We tell nobody don't go. I don't trust pills. I don't trust none of that stuff. I want to be in control. I don't want nothing controlling me. Amen. I know God, he's, he's a mind regulator. He would keep you in perfect peace whose minds are stayed upon him. He said the memory of the just is blessed. God, we don't have to go crazy. We don't have to be uh, have all these things that people have today. God said he was, he's a keeper. He said, I keep you in perfect peace. He said, I will keep you in perfect peace if you, what? Uh, do y'all know the scripture? If you what? That's how you're going to be kept in perfect peace. Somebody say, how am I going to be kept in perfect peace? That's the end of the scripture. If you keep your mind stayed upon the Lord. Amen. Somebody said, well, how can I keep my mind stayed upon the Lord? I have to work. I have to do this. And that. Got, just be God conscious. God conscious. You do your work. You do what you need to do. But stay in the will of God. Stay in the will of God. You stay in the will of God, you're going to be in perfect peace. You find yourself getting out the will of God, that the peace is leaving too. Your peace will flee away from you when you get out of the will of God. Amen. Because God is peace. Amen. And he spake that parable to them to this end that men ought to always to pray and not to faint. God said, Amen. Don't faint. Amen. To faint means to become weak, to lose strength, to lose courage, to lose spirit, to become weak. We're not talking about actually a physical fainting. We're talking about a spiritual fainting. When you fainting, uh, when you feel yourself fainting, Amen. This is like even I can't use it in the natural. They say if you, somebody was fainting, they first they're gonna feel all kinds, some type of way. They're gonna feel not good or ill or something going on in their body. They're gonna feel like they're about ready to collapse. They might tell somebody, "Oh, I'm feeling, yeah, I'm feeling sick, y'all, feeling," because they feel they said swooning to get ready to collapse. Same thing in the spirit. Amen. You can be so congested with, uh, and with stuff that you feel like I'm about ready to, uh, you know, I, I can't walk this walk no more. I'm throwing the towel. I, I'm losing courage. I'm losing. I don't, I don't believe God hear my prayers. I'm ready to throw my hands up. Lord, say, what, what do you do when you feel like that? What? Before you get like that, men ought to what? Pray and faint at the same time. That's right. Pray and not faint. God said if you pray and break breakthrough in your prayer, you will not faint. You know, you don't have to be down there 10 hours praying to the Lord, but just the sincerity of your heart. You know, this save you in a situation, a place where you can't, you're not at home, you can't pray. In this situation, you need the Lord. Well, you know, you, you just need to say, Lord, help me. Since this from the heart. When God sees your heart, that's what's, that's what's touching God, your heart, not your lips and your word. A lot of people are giving God a lot of lip service, but their heart not touching God. Those heartfelt prayers, they say Elijah was a man that had passions like we were, but his, his prayers were so powerful, powerful because he, he had effective, fervent prayer. It can be two or three words, but it can be effective and fervent. It's such as a little prayer that I just got to say. You say, Lord, help me. But it can come so deep from your heart. And that prayer is effective. You're going to see results. Amen. Amen. So, amen. As you turn to 1 Peter chapter 5. And how many of you know, know and you agreed with, you really need, need to turn down your plate. 
Can I see your hands? I got my hands up. Did you need that? You know that will help. Amen. I had mine up too, and I'm working on it with the help of the Lord too. You do what God would give you to do, you know. Show it. You don't have to tell nobody about it. You know, you can, you can, that, you know, you can be so excited. Like, well, I'm sure. I think when about time I get out of here, and I, I'm gonna throw my, I'm gonna get myself ready for tomorrow or the next day. I'm ready. I'm ready to go on fast. You know, you can get, get it, Lord. Give us that excitement to do these things. He, he'll help you too. Amen. But when you just wake up and say, I'm just going on fast, and you ain't really thought the Lord, that's the Lord, you ain't going through that fast. You're going to break that fast. You're going to break it by fast, you say it. <laughs> then we're going to make sure somebody be cooking something, or you're going to smell something, or see one of them commercials like, ooh, I got to go have that. <laughs> First Peter chapter 5 and verse 6. It says, Humble yourselves, therefore, excuse me, Again, read it again. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Now, humble means to submit yourself. That means submit yourself, submit your ideas, amen, amen, submit yourself, trust in the Lord and with all your heart and mind, amen. Don't, don't have your own mind and own set ways of submit your will to God like Jesus did to the Father. Amen. When he, he, anybody, you know, in a right man wouldn't want to go die on the cross for the sins of the world. You haven't even did anything wrong. You're going to die for all these people. You got to be crucified, nailed to the cross. All that. Who wants to do that? Nobody would want to do that. What he do? He submitted himself. It's a lot of stuff that we don't want to do but we need to hear God and say, Lord, what would you have me to do? Not going to God with your mind and thoughts already made up and say the Lord, amen, you know, uh, uh, he, uh, you know, God said this and that. If no, just humble yourself. Sometimes it takes a little while to get answers from God. It depends on, you know, really depends on you. Because if you're, if you're a person that you, you know, don't hear the voice of God well, and you, you're, you're a strong-willed person, and you're not flexible, you're not going to hear from God real quick. Or if it's something that you already want to do and your mind's already made up, you can, you're not going to hear from God. You know what you'll come away with? Your thoughts and your own answer. And some people say, God said it. You'll find out if God says something. Because whatever God says, it's it's, it'll stand. Whatever you say, it's going under. I can sit here and talk to you all like I am tonight and preach the word. I can tell you all that. And, it, and, and God's not, it's not backed up by, by the Lord. It means nothing. And what's, why it's going to be backed up? Because it's right here in the word. You know, I don't care how old you get. I don't care if you're 100 years old. There's no seniority over here. You still got to humble yourself before the Lord. I don't care if you're the biggest bishop they are, there is, apostle, whatever. You got to humble yourself be under the mighty hand of God. You're not going to go over God. You know, all, they gotta do, all you got to do is look at Satan when he was an angel. And he, somebody say he, 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 he got knocked out of heaven and he went homeless, as they say. He didn't have a home no more. So you ain't, if he, if he got knocked out of heaven, who, who you think you are? Who I think I am. You humble 
Amen. You humble, when you humble yourself for the Lord, you just don't humble your body. Your you that means you humble your thoughts and everything. That means you don't be found having your own way, your own righteousness. You it's like Lord, I I pray about that. Like I pray this prayer all the time. Lord, if I you know you, we set things in motion, we make plans. You're supposed to make plans and set things in motion. But if it's something that that I'm not for sure about it, you know, Lord, if, you know, if I'm going this way, Lord, I'm going to do this. But if if I'm sometimes I have even you know. If it's something I didn't wasn't for sure about, I say, Well Lord, I keep you know, this say I done talked to the Lord about it, I done prayed about it, but I ain't I don't seem like I had any answer. I don't feel like I got an answer. I said, Well Lord, I'm just gonna go on and do this and I just go on with it. I said, Now if it needs to be changed, I'm I'm flexible. If God wanna change it right in the middle of it before I go to it, I know God like that. I'm not gonna get Well Lord, what you change that for? That's why I want you. I want you to order my stuff. I don't wanna get walk into danger when I don't have to. So I said, Lord, you you direct my path. You know, if I'm if I'm headed this way, but it's the wrong way, I ask you to change it. And you gotta really mean that when you say it. If you don't really, God's not gonna just like some people. Say, Lord, I just want you to change this, and they ain't doing nothing. That means if you want God to do that for you, that means He's just gonna take over and just rule you. God does not rule us like a robot. He gives us free. Will, and I'm so glad that he he gives you a free will to serve him. He doesn't. He's not standing over you like you better serve me. You better. He doesn't do that. It, it, it wouldn't be comfortable to serve somebody like that. He makes us free more ages. So we humble ourselves, and God will show you there's different ways you can humble yourself. But just listening to the Lord, just uh. Doing whatever he tells you to do. Humble yourself therefore under the mighty hand of God. And he may, that he may exalt you in due time. God, amen. God wants you to be humble. He wants to humble you. And God said in the time, amen. When I'm in my time, I'll fix the situation or I'll lift you up. Amen. And it says casting all of your care. God has said cast some of your care. Here's what we do. We give God some of our concern and we keep the others. We keep the ones that we want to fix ourselves. We keep those. The one we want him to fix, we give it to him. You know what happens in a situation like that? You don't get no answer at all. Because you can't pay tip for tap with God. You just be hanging out there doing your own thing. God wants all. He say, commit your way to the Lord. And he will bring it to pass. When you say commit your way to the Lord, that means, Lord, Lord say commit your, your ideas, your thoughts. Give me your ideas. Give me your thoughts. Because one thing, your thoughts and my thoughts are not the same. So give me yours. You give me yours, and I give you mine. You give God your thoughts and concern, and he will give you his. And his is so much better. Can I get an Amen. Casting all your care upon him, for he cared for you. Amen. I wasn't going to read these other verses, but I could throw these in here. Be sober. We talked a little bit about that earlier. We know what a person that's drunk. We, we've been around people that drink. They're not clear-minded. They're talking all out their head. They're talking all loud. They're irritating. They, they're so fuzzy-minded. they got a lot going on. Well, we're not drinking or anything like that, but you can have a lot going on up here, mentally. A lot going on, things going on around you, things going on inside, outside of you. So when all that's going on, 
You're not clear-minded. You're not sober. The Lord said, be sober. Be vigilant. Be alert. Be sober, not drunk. Off the cares of this life. Be vigilant. Be clear-minded. Alert. He said, because your devil, because your adversary, the devil, God's letting you know you have an adversary. I have an adversary. And his name is the devil. Satan. He's your opponent. And it said, as a roaring lion, you know what a roaring lion, we seen, we, I, I never really seen one physically, but I've seen them on TV. They are vicious. They're out to, to harm you, to devour you. It said, as a roaring lion, walking about, he was like, put picture in your mind, a roaring lion, walking about, and he's looking for whom he may destroy or devour. So the, the, there's a roaring lion out there. So the Lord's telling you before then, Put on your whole whole armor. Be clear-minded. Be clear-minded. Be uh, crystal clear where you can see. Be attentive. Be alert. Because this devil is out here like a roaring lion. And he's seeking about whom he may destroy or devour. And the Lord said, and when he come up on your path, he said, whom, verse 9, whom resist. God said, resist the devil. Not... Listen to what he got to say. Watch what he's telling you. Don't get involved. He said, resist the devil in the faith. Now, if you're praying like you need to pray, you'll be strong enough. You'll be strong enough to resist the devil in the faith. You can't, you see, say resist the devil in the faith because you can't resist the devil on your own. You're going to need the strength of God to resist the devil. Whom resist in the, uh, resist uh, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren and that are in the world. Knowing that you're not the only one going through, amen, this battle, these battles, amen. It's other, God has other people are fighting a good fight of faith and they're resisting the devil. The Bible said if you resist the devil, he will flee. And if you draw nigh to God, God drawn that to you. God either he said is what he said in his word, he or he didn't say nothing at all. His word is true or he's a lie. God don't lie. We just don't get the benefits because we don't do our part. If he tell you and me, and we forget, I forget sometimes too, when the devil come up on you, come attacking you, we forget to resist the devil. And when you resist the devil, you can't just say, I resist you, devil. You got to pull towards God while you're resisting the devil. You, you just can't, because you need strength. You got to pull to God. You can't just hang around, I'm just resisting you, devil. Why are you resisting the devil? You need to be pulling to God. Amen. And it said, amen. It said, you draw, it's another scripture to say, you draw nigh to God, God going to draw him back now to you. Amen. So these are some of the uh, things that would keep us Talking to God and you can look for answers in your prayers that God will hear and answer your prayer. You got to remember, you got to keep in mind, he's not going to answer your prayer the way you want him to answer it. Why? Somebody said, why? Because he's God. He's king of king and lord of lord. He answers the way he want to answer when he want to answer it. Who we think we are. Now you're going to trust him, you're going to trust him, you're going to believe him, or you're going to be to do what you want to do. Pick and choose. About this time in my life, I can't put no confidence in my flesh. I don't know. I can't make my way through here. I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't be able to make it without the Lord. What about you? Amen. He asked those disciples, he said, are you, are, are you going to go back too? 
And they, and they were smart. They said, no. You have the way of, a way of eternal life. <laughs> I ain't going back there. I lost a lot of ground. You done lost that ground. What you used to do, you don't even know how to get back. And the way back there is a, is a lost way. So I can go this way. Amen. Amen. So one more scripture. Anybody getting anything out of this tonight? Amen. And, and back to fasting and seeking God. The Lord will enlighten you when you turn down your plate and fast. Your enlightenment, your eyes will be enlightened to the scriptures. Your understanding will be open. He'll open up your understanding to a lot of stuff. Sometimes it don't come all right while you're fasting, but we'll be about a little bit. You, that you'll see where that fast really did help you. God would enlighten you. He'll open up your understanding for things you don't understand. He'll give you say, oh, thank you, Lord. That makes sense to me. Amen. If that's any help to anyone. Amen. In, in Psalms 34, are we rounding it up? Psalms 34 and verse 15 through 18. Psalms 34, verse 15 through 18. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open until they cry. How many of you believe that the Lord's eyes are upon you? And his ears. How I many in the Bible says his ears are open until they cry? So that, that means what we said earlier, God, amen. Keep on talking to God, he hears your prayer. Amen. God his ears are open to uh to our to their cry. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. Verse 17. The righteous cry, say it again, the righteous cry and the Lord hear it. The Lord, he hear them. I mean, you got to know that God hear you. Whether you feel like he hear you or not, you got to know. You got to, when you pray, you got to pray in faith. You, you don't get much out of prayer if you don't pray in faith. You got to pray that you, when you pray, you got to know that I'm praying to a God that hears. He have ears to hear. The Bible said my, his ears are not heavy where he cannot hear. And his arms are not short where they can't save. God have ears. He have ears. He hears. We have, don't we have ears? Don't we hear? He have ears. He hears. He hears the eyes of the Lord. He have eyes. He see you. He see you and he hear you. The eyes of the Lord upon the righteous and his ears are open. They're not closed. Our ears can be closed, but his ears are not closed. His ears are open until they cry. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil to cut off the members of them from the earth. The righteous cry and the Lord hear it and he delivered them out of all their troubles. God not only hear, he will answer your prayer. He might not answer Every all of them at one time, you might not see the manifestation at one time, but little bit by little bit. Amen. It's just like some things I had ordered. Amen. From uh, uh, this company that uh, my insurance, I, I actually don't even have to pay for them. They bring them to your door, send them right to your door and stuff. And I've ordered different things, and and I guess I was I was like I got this, that I didn't get that, and little bit by little bit. They, they're coming, you know. They say they someone's on back order, but they're coming. So little bit by little bit, whatever. Usually the things that God we pray about and we feel so urgent about it, amen, God may not answer it right then, but he would answer it, and usually, usually he'll catch you off guard. 
It's like, oh boy, the Lord didn't forget about that. I kind of, you forget about it. He don't forget about it. Because he's God. He's, he can do that much. Help everybody at the same time. The righteous cry and the Lord hear it and deliver them out of all their trouble. Not some of their troubles. He didn't leave you and leave you in all these troubles. Don't help you. He, little bit by little bit, he deliver you out of all your troubles. It says, the Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart. God is near. That means near. He's near you when you have a broken heart or you're down about something. And he saves such be of a contrite spirit. A contrite spirit is, is, is means, uh, in other words, I have a sorrowful spirit. I have a repentant spirit. I'm remorseful, Lord. You know, I'm humble myself. Lord, Lord, forgive me, Lord. Anything that I've wronged, you know, a contrite spirit. Amen. Not a haughty spirit, not an arrogant spirit, but a humble spirit. That's what the Bible says. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he would raise you up. You got to come to God humble. You can't come to God any kind of way and expect to get some answers. But it's just like, Lord, here I am. Lord, if I've said anything, Lord, if I've done anything, if I've got anything to get myself in harm's way, God forgive me. Lord, if I, if I, I, I humble myself, Lord, I'm, re, I'm repentant about my attitude. I'm repentant about this. And God said, I say, he saved it. In other words, he helped such a, of a contract spirit. And it says, many are the afflictions or the troubles of the righteous, but the Lord delivered them out of all. Amen. And we're done. Amen. We thank the Lord. Amen. For his word. Keep talking to God. He hears your prayer. And Bible say, and the Lord said, this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything, first, here's the first thing you have to ask. He said, if we ask anything according to his will. You need, like a useful example earlier, I was talking about, I was like, Lord, I just need some extra money where I can kind of do some things that I desire to do. You know, I, I, you know, I, I just need that. And I didn't make a big issue. I went on by my way the very next day. There was the Lord. I was on my way to the store. He knew I was going to need more than I had. Amen. God uh, heard and answered prayers. We thank the Lord.